The My Colorful Nana Project is a collected group of generous thinkers. It is an invitation for all to expand upon and celebrate their definitions of the words beauty and blackness. My name is Lauren Stockman Brown, and I am the founder of the My Colorful Nana Project. And thanks for listening. What is beauty? What is femininity? What is blackness? Is black hair beautiful? Does it matter? I don't know. You tell me. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Amivi. I am 19 years old. I am in the Gallatin School of Individualized Study. I use she, her pronouns, and I identify as African-American. I was born in the small little country of Togo. But I grew up in the States, so basically I'm American. Why do you think I invited you to be on and a part of the My Colorful Nana Project? So when I met you at the Black Girl Collective's first event, Hot Nerd Fall, um, I remember <laughs> talking about my hair and like I literally cut it the day before that event and I mentioned that so you came up to me afterwards and you were just like, I would love to interview you. So <laughs> I feel like because it was like such a current thing, mm-hmm. you were interested in hearing why I did it, what pushed me to do it. So let's jump into it. Yeah. So you cut your hair off, you shaped your head, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the day before you, we had this event? Yeah. What was going through your head? What made this decision? So I've been wanting to cut all my hair off for, I'm going to say, two years now. I, I I'll tell you the first woman who inspired me, Meta Narrative. Do you know that? Okay, so I don't she, know who that is. Meta Narrative? So, yeah, so that's her name on I- Instagram. But basically, she's that dancer from Pharrell's video. Um, mm. I get it how I live it. Hey. Like, yeah, that <laughs> woman, right? Yeah. So I saw her and I was like, wow, she's hot. Like, <laughs> I want to be like her. She had the shortcut, like, and it was blonde. And I was just, like, so intrigued. I was like, and then the more bald women I saw, I was just like, wow, they're, like, still beautiful. Like, up till that point, I associated, like, beauty, femininity with, like, long hair. But then I, I was seeing a lot of women who were still beautiful and had no hair. So that was when the seed mm. was planted two years ago. I took out my braids. I had braids coming into this year, mm-hmm. and I took them out because it was time for them to go. And I was, like, wearing my natural hair out for, like, two weeks, and then one day I had to wash it, and I literally just sat there staring at myself in the mirror for five minutes, like, I, I don't want to spend six hours doing my hair today. Mm-hmm. So I made, right there, right then and there, I made an appointment with, this barber that I asked a girl I knew that got her hair done by, and I just made the appointment. I was like, all right, Monday, we're getting it all cut off. Mm. So, yeah. Was that scary? No, because I feel like I was so, the conviction was strong. I knew this is what I wanted to do. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to be bald, yeah. look like a boy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I was so sure that I wanted this. Like, I went in, the barber was even like, so why do you want to get rid of all this beautiful hair? Like, girls, like, your hair is so thick. Some girls would kill for hair like yours. And I was just like, it got to go. <laughs> like, it got it. So, but he, yeah, he asked me, he's like, why would you want to do this? And I was just like, I'm tired. Did In that moment, did you, like, second guess to yourself? No. Like, I don't know. No. No. Okay, so going back, you said, you know, I don't want to look like a little boy. Yeah. Where does that come from? So I've actually been bald before, not even this low, but in fifth grade or the summer before fifth grade, my parents cut all my hair off to get rid of the perm. 
So like, oh wow, they big chopped my hair. Like that's and it wasn't, hard. And it wasn't even like a conversation. It was just like it, your hair. It gotta go <laughs> because <laughs> the perm had eaten up my hair, bro, to the point where like there was no hair left in the back. So like my natural roots were Damn. showing, and then I had this weird front thing going on, and they were just like, we just gotta get rid of it. <laughs> so yeah, they cut off my hair that summer before fifth grade, and I spent the whole summer walking around like with a hat because I felt like like less. Yeah. What what did you feel? It was just, I, I feel like this is hard to say. I don't want to say it's traumatic, but it was like. It's okay if it was. Yeah. Because I didn't have a say in it, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like the difference between then and now is like I decided that I wanted to do this and I was ready. But back then it was just like sit in the chair and my dad has a razor to my head and he's like, and I'm just like watching all my hair come down. And when you're that young, you feel like that's your source of femininity, like your hair, especially mm-hmm. as like a little black girl. So I was scared going to school. Like people are going to be like, oh, you have no hair, <laughs> little boy. Because you know how elementary kids are. <laughs> so can you get into that? Right. So yeah. like because I didn't you know, I didn't know that, obviously. But like what? That's so interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. So like your parents sat you down. They shaved all your hair off. And you yeah. said that's traumatizing because it's associated to our femininity mm-hmm. and even more specifically for little black girls. Yeah. It's like the images you see. Like, you don't, like, it's more prominent now seeing, like, women with natural hair or, like, women with short hair. But back then, most women in, like, pop and media either had relaxed hair or it was, like, long and flowing in the weave. And, like, my mom never did weave. Like, she would braid my hair. Like, just having that length was just, like, I'm pretty. Like, so that's why when that was taken away from me, because that summer I couldn't braid my hair. It was too short to put in braids. So I literally Mm. had to walk around. Like, I felt exposed. Mm. I felt, like, super vulnerable. I didn't like it. I wasn't ready. I haven't told my parents. (laughs) What? That I cut all my hair off. You haven't told your parents? No. They'll find out Thanksgiving. How long has it been? I cut it off, like, the week of Halloween, so, like, three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Why, are you nervous to tell them? Kind of. I don't don't feel like, at least my mom, I don't think my mom will care. I'm more afraid of, like, what my dad will say. Because I remember this one instance specifically, like, one day. Yeah, it was when my hair was still short. And he would kind of be obsessed with me wearing earrings. Mm. So it's like he also associated my not having hair with, looking more masculine or like looking like a boy how did he like Like, he'd be like where are your earrings like when we're going to church or like getting ready to go out like if i forgot to put on my earrings he'd be like where are your earrings and i'm just like why is that something that you're worried about i feel like they're gonna ask me oh is this like just a short-term thing or are you gonna do this forever you want to keep this forever yeah like the short (laughs) that's awesome Cause I like I've embraced it. I've gotten nothing but compliments, and I feel so free. Like the amount of time that I have on the weekends now to just do other things other than dealing with my hair. Like I'll spend the most amount of time I spent doing my hair is fourteen hours. So I was just like fourteen hours. Yes, fourteen hours sitting down and doing your hair. Yes. So now you have time. Yes. Yeah. And freedom. Yes explain that freedom as in 
Because, like, honestly, I've had those days where I just, like, I'm not going out because my hair looks a mess. Mm -hmm. So freedom in the terms of, like, how my appearance is. Because, honestly, with short hair, I look the same every day. I'm not so dependent on how my hair looks before I, like, go out. For a period of time, I wore, like, wigs. And I would not leave my dorm until my wig was, like, (laughs) attached to my head and, like, in a certain way before I left. So that took an extra amount of time in my morning routine. Mm -hmm. Because and then, right, it's not like I would just do my hair. I would do my makeup. Has your relationship to other feminine, stereotypical feminine activities or things changed since you shaped your head, such as makeup? Yeah. So I've always enjoyed wearing makeup. But I didn't start until, like, high school because that's when, like, I had my own source of income. I, like, wore makeup a lot. But, like, my skin was, I guess what you would say, fine. So I didn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I went the whole summer without wearing it because I didn't like how it made me feel when it was hot. Mm. And I started the school year off with, like, kind of, like, I'm not going to wear makeup because I was like, oh, I don't need to do that. But it kind of shifted when I cut all my hair off because I was still in that, like, although I was not scared to get all my hair cut off, Mm -hmm. I was, there was still that premise where I was like, I'm scared that I'll look like a boy. So Mm. I would wear makeup. Like, I wore makeup to the barbershop to get my hair cut off. Mm. And I, I was like, it was kind of like, you know, my defense. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay. There's no way I'm going to look bad because I'm wearing makeup, you know? And it's been, it's only been three weeks since I've had my hair cut off. But I will say almost every day I've worn makeup since then. Very interesting. Yeah. So I wasn't sure when I asked you that question, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, oh, like, no, like, I don't even think about makeup anymore because, yeah, like, no. no hair makes me feel free. So everyone else, like, you know? To be completely honest, I yeah, might please. be more reliant on makeup. Mm. now that I don't have hair because it's just like okay I don't have to worry about my hair but now like my face my face is like front and center Mm. because um I forget who I was having a conversation with but they said something really that had me thinking um I think it was my video art professor because I'm doing a project in his class about my hair and he basically said yes like as a black woman the first thing people see when they see you is your hair so they see your hair first and then they see you because the first mm. compliment he gave me in his class is like, I love your hair. So white guy? Yes. Mm. Yes. But it's even with like other, like, yes, there's that one, like the white gaze. Then there's also like the Within black, the community. Yeah, within the community. People do compliment me on my hair. So it's just like, yes, they see your hair first and they're just like, oh, yes, you person. But then now there's no hair. So it's like you're forced to see me first. And mm. because I'm now hyper conscious of like people see my face and then there's no hair i kind of that's really lovely you're so now because there's no hair so people see your face first Mm -hmm. there's nothing to hide behind what is that like i've been growing into my vulnerability to say the least and despite the makeup part i feel more confident with short hair Let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. I feel way more confident because honestly, I and I am getting to a point where like I'll wake up and I'll be like, I don't have time to put on makeup today and just go. But definitely in the beginning, like the first week, like I'd wake up and be like, I have to put on makeup. <laughs> but now I'm like, it's it's the third week and I'm just like, 
no, not today. Like, I'll put on makeup if I feel like it. So I'm growing into that. It's, like, been a learning thing. Mm. But I feel like my confidence level is just, like, nobody can tell me anything. Because I know how I look. And I was afraid in the romantic sphere. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> how? What? Do you like men? Do you like women? Somewhere in between? Yeah, somewhere in between. Cool. Um definitely it's bald women who inspired me to go bald so i definitely feel like i'm attracted to not just bald women obviously but like <laughs> a new sexuality like, has formed yeah but um it was my attraction to women who mm-hmm. led me that led me to this decision to cut all my hair out because i realized that like your femininity does not lie in your hair like you can still be beautiful without hair and i was like who knew who knew (laughs) right like i was still concerned about like how my dating life would be or like if guys would still find me attractive because i feel like i don't know that's just something you think about yeah because i'm I'm single (laughs) like will i now be not ugly to all the male species but like will that get in the way of Hmm. something with someone and what i realized is that if i had to ask myself that question then that person's probably not worth it facts so that's like something that came in and out real quick it was Mm. like i sat there and i thought about it i'm just like but wait if this person feels like they're being able to love me or them being able to find me attractive lies in my hair then that's just like that's not a relationship i want to foster Mm. or give attention to so i'm like blown away right now oh like i really (laughs) am like doing this work like Hearing all these conversations, I talk to so many different kinds of people mm. on a weekly basis. This is our eighth episode. So mm. I've been doing, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing this for two months, oh right? And that's just the series aspect of it. So I've been doing this work for two years, right? So yeah. hearing the perspectives and knowing my own relationship to my hair and like hearing like all the things that we have to go through and understand, yeah. like, it never even really occurred to me. It was just like, what would it feel like to not even have hair? like you have hair but you know what i mean like to not have to not hold our hair and it's not even about you shaving your head you know what it is it's about you seeing that your hair isn't as important as we make it seem Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to control everything about you and your feelings and your life you know and like whether you get that from shaving your hair or your head or whatever or you get that from having weaves there's different ways to find it but I don't know. You're the first person that I've talked to where you're just like, I feel free because of the hair that I have. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. I want to get into your queer queerness. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, cool. So how comfortable are you with your sexuality? Um, I was, I'm just getting into it this year. And anyone who hears this podcast, this is my coming out. <laughs> are you for real? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> only talked about it with one person <laughs> is it okay if i asked no, you no of course all right yeah so incredible thank you yes. first of all so glad that you did that here and <laughs> i appreciate that of michael Panfrot, you know um blackness femininity yeah and sexuality where's your head at i feel like every conversation that i enter what i identify as comes into play because especially in like academic settings or like settings where like I'm in kind of like a debate with people about issues that affect us as a whole in society 
people try to kind of be like, oh, but you have to think about it logically, forget about who you are, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, but no, me as a black woman, me as by identifying me as, you know, how I look does come into play because that affects how I'm treated. So I don't get how people like to disconnect who they are as a person from the issues that affect them and other people. Like, I, I cannot do that. And I don't think people should do that because it removes the human element. I don't know. People don't like to look at it from the human perspective. Okay, so then my last, last question. Young black girl, yes. you, let's take you. You just got your hair shaven off by your dad. Mm-hmm. What would you tell her? You're still beautiful no matter what anyone says like smile (laughs) yeah that's what i tell her awesome okay cool incredible how'd that feel for you that was cool for you yes that was cool that was lovely lovely refreshing thank you so much for being here Thank you um, for having me. Of course, it means so much to me that you shared so much and you were so open. Um, I'm so excited to share this with you all. Thanks for thinking generously and see you next week.